There's a lot going on at the There's a lot going on at the moment There's a lot going on at the moment Please check our description for any content warnings applicable to this podcast. Welcome back to A Lot Going On at the Moment. Today we're doing a book review on Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Daisy is a girl coming of age in L.A. in the late 60s, sneaking into clubs on the Sunset Strip, sleeping with rock stars, and dreaming of singing at the Whiskey-A-Go-Go. The sex and drugs are thrilling, but it's the rock and roll she loves most. By the time she's 20, her voice is getting noticed, and she has the kind of heedless beauty that makes people do crazy things. Also getting noticed is The Six, a band led by the brooding Billy Dunn. On the eve of their first tour, his girlfriend Camilla finds out she's pregnant, and with the pressures of impending fatherhood and fame, Billy goes a little wild on the road. Daisy and Billy cross paths when a producer realizes that the key to supercharged success is to put the two together. What happens next will become the stuff of legend. The making of that legend is chronicled in this riveting and unforgettable novel written as an oral history of one of the biggest bands of the 70s. Taylor Jenkins Reid is a talented writer who takes her work to a new level with Daisy Jones and the Six, brilliantly capturing a place and time in an utterly distinctive voice. So when that said he- heedless, I saw I was reading it as heedles. I was like, wait, what is that? It's not even a real word. <laughs> <It's> heedles. <laughs> heedles. I was like, good thing I was muting. So I was like, whoa, Let what? Me- <laughs> Let me tell you how many times I've used the word heedless in my life. Absolutely zero. Like that one time negative. you just said it. <laughs> negative. Like, yeah. <sighs> okay. So, okay. Jess, how many stars did you rate this book? So, I read this initially when it first came out, um, and I gave it a four stars initially. And then just last week, I reread it as an audiobook. Um, and I think I'm going to bump it to 4.5. But as I'm like going through my likes and dislikes, I still ha- like the dislikes I had, I still have as the overall story. So it's just not quite a five star for me. It's still a very good read. I love TJR's writing, but I think I'm going to stick with a 4.5. Nice. What about you, Shelby? St- How many? So when I originally read this, um, I rated it a four point a four out of five. Um, and I think I'm oh, after listening to the audiobook, I'm going to stick with my four out of five. Nice. Um, I did not do a reread on this, but I looked up a lot of stuff, so I like remember a lot. But um, mm-hmm. I re- so I rated this back in 2019, four out of five stars, which shocked me because, like, thinking about this book, I was like, no, I don't know. It's not, I, like, I wasn't really excited <laughs> for the show because I was like, it was a fine book, but it you was. Um, I didn't know that you weren't excited about the show coming out. I mean, I was like, it'll be a fun show, but like, was like I'm like, gonna oh, watch God, it. It'll be good, good, but it's like, yeah. But I mean, I'm, like, I'm, like, the, the show has like re- it's it's been I'm excited about the show now. But initially, I was like eh eh, and then I watched it. I was like okay, yeah, I'm excited now. Um, yeah. I just looked up and Shelby's like thing was like. <laughs> I was cleaning it. It was smudgy. Sorry. Oh, I, thought, I thought you were like fanning it. I was like, is it on fire? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I looked up very quickly. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Um, your, beam, your beams of light are really coming in. I, I know. Yeah, it's I, really good. Shine wild. Yeah. I know. Interesting. Maybe if I shine my camera, it'll be like that. But yeah. Um. So, yeah. 
Um, I just remember, it's not even a dislike, but the book was just, I felt, I thought, we talked about this a million times in every podcast (laughs) we've ever done. I thought it was a real band. the titanic and i thought it was real like at which point through your reading did you realize that's not true you know what i'm i'm was it the whole book if i remember correctly you had to look it up yeah you had to look it up after right i was googling it to find out more information about the band you read the whole book i sure sure the hell did because i was googling it this is a great example of you not listening when i give instructions for a game (laughs) because i feel like if you listen to me talking about us reading this book i think you would have heard us say, i mean but it was you know like what? shortly after i read it so it was like we read it because i think we all read it and then like yeah, but you read it as like a little like, yeah book and you know yeah. what just also confused that so maybe i didn't give enough info well, and i asked my grandpa and he's book. and he was like yeah yeah i think i've heard of that band and I was like typing oh, in the Google. Right. You're oh, that's right. Up. right. Everybody sit on the lies here. So that was a that was a shock to me. And then it's kind of like, you know, I really thought Rose and Jack were real people on the Titanic. It took me until I was about in college like to realize an ongoing it was a fake story. May I didn't tell Tab just about anything, <laughs> at least in a media I performance, and she will you. believe you. <laughs> well, in the show, like I was watching the show with Josh, and like a lot of the places in the show are real places, mm-hmm. yeah, real bands yeah. that play besides that. And I'm like, oh, I yeah. cannot differentiate real life with fake life anymore. <laughs> so it's, called a, it's called a historical fiction. Fiction. <laughs> this is. I think this is why I don't like the historical fiction. It's like it's like you tricked me. Tried to trick Tab. I can't decide. Yeah, hey. what's a trick and what's real? I don't know. I love that. The lines I love that. Blurred. <laughs> so I'm like, take me back. Yes, immerse me in everything. <laughs> yeah. If I know going in that it's not real, then I'm like, okay, all right. But who knows? This is like when there's magical realism in books. Where are the rules? How do we know what the rules are? We don't know. <laughs> okay, well we're it's not fun. confused that it's that the magic is real or not, right? <laughs> like, that's not what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> I mean, magical realism. Who... <laughs> Which part Anyways. is real? <laughs> exactly. Dang. Okay. So let's get into our likes. <laughs> um, well, one thing before that... we... Wait, I wanted to say one thing before we jump in. Um, The book came out yeah. March 5th, which was uh yesterday. As wow. Of that. Um, yeah. That's wild. So now. Now go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just going to say the era is uh, primo for, I think, all of us. We love the 70s era. I'm reading about it and being immersed in it, as we were just saying. Mm-hmm. Felt so real to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have like Did the it take you back, Tab? <laughs> it took me back. <laughs> I know you're not that old. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I have like the oral interview style that the book's written written in. Like, I think that also helps kind of like like Tab like thinking it's real. I mean, I think like Tab's definitely not the only person that thought it was real. Yeah, I mean, no, it's in sure. my dislikes because I was like, is this too real for me? Jess also <laughs> said she she thought it was real. Yeah. Yeah, I think it helps add like um to the historical fiction kind of it's believable narrative. Yeah. 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 I like the oral history um, kind of set up. And, you know, we both, Shelby and I, read it and then audiobooked it. And as an audiobook, like the, the readers, the narrators were fantastic. It was literally mm-hmm. like a performance, but it was also like a lot of characters. So if I was just jumping into it without, if I like without reading it beforehand, 
I think it would be really confusing who's who. And because it's like you very briefly are like, okay, this is Graham Dunn. He's the brother. Like, you know what I mean? He's lead mm-hmm. guitar. Like, we very briefly go through who they are. And then it's just like you're right into the interview, which like I feel like when I was reading it, I was looking back. I like always look back and be like, okay, right. Am I thinking this is the right person? Like, this is Matt. So I don't know. And there, when there's that many characters, because there's a lot. Right. And mm-hmm. a lot of male characters, like a lot yes. of, you know, the bandmates, obviously, besides um, Karen and Daisy. Good I mean, point, yeah. that's also makes it, you know, hard when it, they're like very uh, masculine stereotype, typical mm-hmm. voices. Yeah. For so sure. was the audiobook like her other ones? Like, so like Carrie Soto and stuff were like, it you know, was I have, really... this was my first audiobook by her. Oh, so, that's really I remember exciting. you saying yeah. that you really liked the Carrie Soto one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hmm. So I'll have to take a listen. Yeah. I really like that she like not only is it 70s, but it's 70s rock because that is just Mm -hmm. like such an iconic time for rock and roll. Um, So if you're going to pick a time period, I think that's like a really fun time period to to focus on the music industry that it's just iconic. Yeah. And I um, coming off that like like very I mean similar to like other bands that have been were around in that time like similar trials and tribulations that they cover so I liked yeah. the historical accru- accuracy yeah for sure a little bit but fake yeah <laughs> but not real I think this is my first uh Taylor Jenkins read book that we what is it I think it's this was my first one it was mine too yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I had no idea about her until now and now we love her we how, this is our what how many reviews fifth. have we done of her fifth like fifth. that's crazy yeah, it's probably the most wow yeah most we've done I think we've done a, several colleen hoover and i books, think i've I read all, all but three uh, all i've read all them. but three yeah, yeah all but three yeah Wow. Or um, she has that. No- is it a novella, The Evidence of the Affairs, that you? Oh read? yeah, I read that one. Yeah. I didn't read. That it's one. like not much, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Who- I was gonna say, what characters do you like most? Um, I have Karen, Simone, and Camilla. I like mm-hmm. all three of them. Yeah, same. I love them <laughs> yeah. so much. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I love like having these strong women in there too i mean daisy is a strong woman but i just i personally loved the quote-unquote secondary female leads way more than daisy personally um in the depth of each of them and i don't know i i'll die for karen i love karen so much (laughs) i know i felt like um i remember the first time i read it like like reading it for more information almost on karen because i liked her so much Mm -hmm. in her storyline also, Shelby and I talked about this already a little bit, but the narrator for Karen in the audiobook is was like fantastic, like so mm. so good. Yeah, yeah. It's Judy Greer who plays um like a lot of like best friend characters and like rom like uh like your mid two thousands rom coms. Yeah. Hmm. So my for biggest me- thing. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> oh no, I was just gonna say for me, I think this was my first like oral history. I think that I've ever read, so it was interesting. Like something new when I we, I first opened I was like oh because I thought it I don't I mean I thought it was real so I thought I was like oh this is like an interview style book this is so crazy so anyways go ahead Chelsea. I've read a few other um non-fiction books like pop culture non-fiction books sure. like yeah yeah hmm. but as a historical fiction as yeah. a yeah as a <laughs> I think it book, is yeah. mine as well 
You guys like the little McReva action in there? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, it's fascinating to think like that when we read this, we didn't even know that that he was gonna be like. Yeah. I know. A pivotal yeah. uh, a, a husband and then a father in two of the other books. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Yeah. I did like as we're talking about the oral history aspect. I like that it was. Uh, the name's escaping me now. The interviewer, though, is Billy Dunn's daughter. Julia, um, I think her yeah. name is. Yeah. 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 I like that element of it. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Gives it, like, a little bit more meaning. Although, like, I don't know if my parents would. If I was interviewing my parents, are they going to, like, lay it all out there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to say, yeah. I feel like they'd censor a little bit. Which they show a little bit, but, yeah. Yeah. So I, this might be, I don't know, a controversial, like, I liked the ending of this book. When I was going back and reading some reviews mm -hmm. and stuff, a lot of people said they didn't like how it ended. Um, but I really liked it because I think it kind of captures the theme that we've spoken about, about, um, you know, do you have one true love? Yeah. Um, can you find a love, you know, I mean, I'm not talking about the cheating aspect of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, like after at the end, Camilla dies and. Mm -hmm. um, like can you and she leaves like that note for her daughter yeah. like can you mm -hmm. um find like, a relationship and love yeah. and everything like that after um you know and then do you believe in love after love yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and then of course like whether like the like i mean it shows what kind of diff like people connect in like on different levels i think that like daisy and billy really connect through their music whereas like mm -hmm. i mean not every you know relationship right. is like connection through like his mm -hmm. connection through camilla is not like that right mm -hmm. right for sure i also liked that thing or were you reading that people were upset that he didn't like and quote unquote like end up with daisy like um, that he stayed with camilla that like camilla um i read a few that were like commit like they didn't like that camilla was like oh and go find daisy or tell your dad to go find daisy um, and also, like, people are like, I just didn't like how it wrapped up, like that it was oh, just everything, okay. you know, done. <laughs> I like that. I mean, I like the kind of this like mutual respect respect that Daisy and Camilla have. Mm -hmm. That that you know, Camilla is like, you know, like you need to go find something else, and that yeah. Daisy does. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, for the sake of the family and everything, I do not really love. That's kind of dipping in my dislikes, but. I don't love that I got this sense from from Camilla and Billy that it was just like stay together for the kids. Um, I mean, I get that they were connected and they loved each other, but it there was a lot of that theme, which I guess is just representative of the era. But mm -hmm. and I mean, maybe I I don't know, like that's a theme I don't really love. But maybe, maybe there there is some like I mean, what do you guys think? Is there truth and stay together for the kids i just always worry it's like you're not happy and then you're like role modeling this unhealthy relationship to your kids i don't know i mean i definitely don't believe in that like stay together for the kids i don't okay. like, like that i don't at all believe in that um okay. i i mean i'm a big believer in divorce if you need to divorce like yeah okay <laughs> but I think no. They're still from, getting like, along. I'm not I'm not a kid of divorce, so I didn't want to be like presumptuous and being like, oh, you shouldn't stay together for the kids, but like uh, yeah. 
I well, feel like yeah, they're getting along, even though he just like I mean, like he cared for Daisy, but like if him and Camilla were still getting along, like I could see them staying together just because. But like, well, that's you know, how it felt yeah. at times because I just I felt really icky about there was like a whole part where he was discussing how like she just went to lunch for four hours with her like old high school boyfriend, and it was just like understood that they went and were with different people. Like that part was really icky to me. Mm -hmm. um, and that they just didn't, don't discuss it. And it was just like a mutual understanding. Hmm. I mean, in theory though, a mutual understanding is almost like that. I mean, that is a really, you know, like they both, like they're not causing an issue with it and then going and doing the same thing kind of. Yeah. I just feel like that's not in my eyes. That's not like a positive marriage. If you're just like, okay with cheating on each other. I don't know. But and you don't like outwardly discuss it because that was what they were saying. He was like, we don't right. need to talk about it. We and you know what? I There there was like a, a good lesson in it that he was like, sometimes you what did he say? He said, like, sometimes you hurt. You allow yourself to hurt because you love them. So I don't know that just whole mm -hmm. part, like where it was just like, yeah, I went to lunch for four hours and every, you know, no big deal. Like, we're not going to talk about it. And I don't know. Hmm. And like, he did the same, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I, we've talked, I don't like cheating in any regard. And it's like icky to me when I read about it too. So I guess if yeah. it's just like, in like, what do you like a poly, is it poly amorous? Like where but they, they just, never like, like discussed it. They don't yeah. like talk about it. <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I, mean? I guess it's because like to me it's just like mutually understood and they're not like getting in each other's shit about it. I guess that to me that's why it doesn't bother me. Okay. But it's like not they like, just kind of like they're I not know getting they in each other's shit because they don't talk about it. <laughs> like I don't know. It, that's how where I, mean, I got the sense of like let's stay together for the kids. Because yeah. no, like, and I do I think that they do have love between the two, but I I get where you're coming from with that. Like yeah. stay together. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely I mean, we're jumping ahead, too, but I in the show, I feel like I am able to see their love more like I believe more that he loves her in the show than I did yeah. in the in the okay. yeah. audiobook reading, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, but I love Camilla. I don't you mean do what you got to do, boo. But um, <laughs> I really like how strong she was especially first off like when she got pregnant and everything and i love her being like you have till the due date and then mm -hmm. you gotta get your shit together yeah and then saying like you come and meet your daughter now or you go to rehab like i loved all that yeah me um, too mm -hmm. so i love her she is great that's kind of like all my likes i have personally um i really liked like the open discussion about abortion um mm -hmm. we all talked about how we liked karen but like there was like Karen was laying it all out there. Like she was not ashamed, nor should she, sh nor should she be. Mm. And I love that mm. she just laid it out there. I do appreciate that Graham was like, that's her story to tell, which I think yeah. is true that you, mm. like no shame there either. He was just like, that's not my story to tell, which is, it's 1000% true. Um, so, and I just like the discussion of like women can have goals and it's not just a goal to be a mother and yeah. Um, yeah and also I have as a like just seeing and shedding light on how many struggles women had in that industry especially in the 70s so yeah 
I do love that Camilla like went with Karen the whole way and everything. So sweet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in the show, and I think it happened. I don't know if it happens in the book. I'm assuming. I'm sorry. I know we're jumping ahead of the show. But when she, and I think she does say it in the book. Um, Like when they first call Karen to be like, hey, we're watching the band. And she's like, she's like, let me talk to Camilla. Like, right. Yeah. Like, like woman to woman kind of. Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) I know. I do love their friendship and their bond for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's um, all my likes too. Oh, sorry. I have. That's okay. I just have another like just talking about. I, Shelby talked a little bit about like representing the struggles of bands in the seventies, but just like in general about addiction, I think is really important and showing the struggles of Billy going through that and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all my likes. We can head into dislikes. I know I dipped my toe in. Yeah. But. Um. So I think one of the big things for me is, and I still can't put my finger on exactly what it is and maybe talking to you guys and like having this discussion. I, mm-hmm. I just still, I just never loved this as much as I love, like fell in love with like Malibu rising and Carrie Soto and um, Evelyn Hugo is that there's still just something even in my read list and that I can't connect to. Like I liked it still, mm-hmm. but it's still like, a four out of five yeah you know same I agree but I think for me it's be it's the cheating for me like when I was listening to it again I was like oh yeah that's right like I like the two main characters I don't really care for you know like (laughs) right and maybe that's what it is I I like them I like them better on the show I think but well we'll get into that in a second but um yeah like I liked all the supporting characters a lot better it like yeah, like I said, when I was rereading it, I was like, oh, yeah, it's the cheating for me that I'm instantly like, you, I'm not really rooting for you. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, just that's just a that's a me thing. I know that people can like redeem themselves. And I just I also like Shelby and I, we are why I mean, in tab, you're in a relationship as well with with people who are in a band. Like we're wives of band and I struggle to, I have this as a dislike, like, yes, I, I like the discussion of addiction and all that, but I mean, it is like such a very stereotypical rocker label. I was like, oh, they're addicted to sex and drugs and they can't keep a wife. And like, I don't know. It's just like, which I mean, stereotypes is because it has happened to so many people. I get that. But Yeah, I feel like the characters were like, at least in the book, from what I remember, like they were kind of all like many of them, not all of them, but a lot of them were unlikable. And I'm like, had a hard time connecting with them. And I was reading through some Goodreads uh, reviews and other people said that like, you want to have like characters that you don't like, obviously, you're not supposed to like them sometimes, but like you want to eventually have like some type of connection with them or like some type of you know, you don't like the way that they're acting, but then, but I feel like I never really got that. Like in the show, the show is making me like, I, like I thought Daisy was fine, but in the show, I like Daisy way more than I liked her in the book. And I, cause like I felt in the book, she was just like really spoiled and entitled. It felt like, but like in the movie the, or movie, the TV show, I'm going to keep calling it. Movie, I, like keep that. Doing that um, <laughs> um, I just, I liked her way better. And I felt like she was like, I don't know, nicer person. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's one of my comments about the show is, Daisy in the book and Daisy in the show to me are two totally different people. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm watching the show with Doug who has not read the book and 
he was not get like it wasn't evident that she was someone who was just totally cracked out all the time someone like really struggling with drugs and alcohol um mm-hmm. someone who like she also like in the in the book she is like kicking ass and not taking any names you know what i mean mm-hmm. but yeah in the show i feel like she's just like this super strong headed like like powerful force of a woman Mm-hmm. kicking ass taking names and although she seems like a very unique strong-willed woman in these first few episodes i'm not getting the same full vibe i don't know yeah do you think it's because they don't show as much of her like getting into the music scene as they talk about in the book because they do um, like even the drug use, like they really talk about that heavy in the book and it's not yeah. as apparent. So do you think it's like not a lot of like her like talking, you know, or like ha- having to stand up to men in the music scene because they don't show as much of that? I don't know, because I even just felt that vibe, even them showing her like in the clubs younger and everything. I don't know. I just I just think it's a different vibe that they're going with. And I mean, you have to make changes for the show and stuff, but I just am getting a totally different vibe. I, I really like her. I like her more right. on the show, mm-hmm. but it maybe that's part of it is, is, um, or maybe they're going to show more of her process of getting that way. But I felt from the book, she was like that from the start, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we were only three episodes in, right? So, <laughs> right. We'll see what happens. What other dislikes do you guys have? Um, I felt like the book to me when I first read it was just kind of like dry and boring, and like I didn't really feel excited about it. But, um, I mean, it was a while ago that I read it, so that's just what I remember from it. I felt like it was just really slow, and like I, I wanted to read it, but I didn't really care. I don't know. <laughs> I had a lot of like, where is this going kind of vibe mm. when I first read it. Yeah. yeah. I have a petty thing. Um, I just don't like Billy's name. I just, when I'm thinking like a rock star, I'm not like, hey, Billy. Like, I don't know. It just like really like doesn't connect with me. I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's yeah. probably like, I'm sure TJR like did her research and that was like probably like the number one. One of the most popular, popular name, yeah. right? Like, yeah. It's yeah. like William and he goes by Billy or whatever. Like, um, it didn't hit for me as a 90s kid. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know if that has a role. It kind of reminds me of Stranger Things. So I think it like, I don't think about it too much because like Billy oh, was yeah. kind of like a stronger character. Yeah. Str- Otherwise, yeah, I would have been like this. Eh, yeah. Fun. Yeah. also i had so many characters like i think when i yeah. read the book like even now like i can't like remember i've watched all the episodes of the show and i'm like what are the other band members names? i can't remember <laughs> i wish but, that yeah. there was a reference <laughs> like like you know how in the american girl books we get a portrait of the family photo like their name and their uh I think it's like (laughs) it's not because they weren't given like any really like distinctive characteristics or distinctive like storylines in the book except for Eddie and I mean Graham was like my mildly but yeah you're that's a good point like when I was just reading the book like I couldn't tell you the drummer's name like you know what I mean (laughs) so Yeah. yeah that's a good point 
Yeah. Um, so I have, and I, this is one of those I like, I liked, I really liked it, but like, I think it could have been a little bit more is like the reality of, uh, sobriety and drug addiction and even mm-hmm. like the struggles women went through in that era. They had it in there and I liked that, but I feel like it was at times unrealistic to be like, I don't know. I just feel like like, uh, industry people and like music producers and all that stuff were like really pushy back then. Mm-hmm, and I feel like you don't get that a lot in here. Like it's like, oh, and Karen said push. she's not going to wear a tube top. And they were like, okay, like I don't, I don't know if that's like, I yeah. think they would have pushed and more. Then- Fast forward to Mel B's memoir where she wasn't even allowed to date anyone because right. they told her she couldn't. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, exactly. In the 90s. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point, Shelby. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just like that Teddy, Teddy Price, right? That's his name. Yeah. The, the okay. Or, I was yeah. worried I was going to get confused with the guy, uh, Teddy Long, who wrestling. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I don't know if that he, like, like he was just such a good guy in the book that they didn't experience that as much. But I don't know. I felt like it, like it was kind of glossed over in areas that I think historically wouldn't have been as glossed over. Or yeah. As neat and tidy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Mm hmm. Yeah, they showed that like the little bit of pushback with Daisy that she wasn't like able to write her own music. But even she said she like looked back at her own book and she's like, "Oh shit, they're right. Like I don't have any full songs. Like I've just been cracked <laughs> out." Like, yeah, yeah. I am interested to see if like that's going to become more prominent as the show goes on, um, because I don't. I like. I think it's. I think right now it just kind of gives the sense of like she's in the rock and roll scene in the 70s like right like and it's a little like uh you know misused but not like an issue where yeah. like with billy it's cl- very clear it's an issue oh yeah like you know they show I mean? lots very of scenes clear. where he's like pouring yes. alcohol into coffee cups and like stuff like that like, whereas like her to it yeah her drug use is kind of like just a little oh you're you're in the 70s and you did mescaline like yeah you're like at a party yeah, or yeah. something yeah, yeah just right. enjoying yourself but i mean yeah. so so do we have any more dislikes or you want to start full fully diving into the show we can start happily uh, yeah okay um so i will actually, caveat mine as we only watched the first two episodes so i can't speak okay. to anything in the third episode but okay okay and i'm a little hazy where the second third one like like what's not in the I think the third one? one is the third one is when he's like um newly sober and he's okay. like okay. trying to get back into it. Okay. okay yeah, cuz the so second one ends to spoil with too the much. Baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean I know I read it and listened to it. So <laughs> I know but I do think it's different, but um I I am really liking the show. I I said earlier that I have a lot of dislikes. I guess it's just like a lot of differences, not dislikes, but there are a lot of differences I'm no- noticing. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say so like as the episodes go on, I mean, there's many parts in the book where it's like a, a for sure issue, her abuse of drugs and alcohol. Um, like when she is partying and forgets to go to recording, like that's got to be shown, right? Like there's got to be a part yeah, where that's she's partying with McReva, right? Like, I, yeah. just, <laughs> I mean, there's got to be also... I don't know if this is real or not, but they one of the like big wigs at the record company has the last name Adler. Which was like Don Adler, wasn't he one of Evelyn's what husbands? 
Yes. Oh, he was. So yeah. I wonder oh, if that's like what? a relative I I... or something. I don't know. Did I look that up when I read? I looked that up at one point in time. I don't know. I'll have to go. Because I thought this. I had the same thought. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I, I'm just interested to see if. If they're going to like kind of make that true to the story still or I don't know. And then there's the time where she's like just like swimming in that beautiful dress, which is like such an iconic scene. Mm-hmm. Like all these scenes, I think I feel like they're going to have to. But oh, maybe, maybe. Oh, I don't know if I like this, though. <laughs> maybe her falling in love with Billy and not being able to have him is going to cause like her downfall with drugs and alcohol then and show that as that she like keeps turning to that instead but like Hmm. i don't know so like this see i first of all how cool that uh riley is elvis's granddaughter yeah that's very cool that plays daisy i when i found that out i was like holy cow why isn't this more public like this is so cool this is such a cool thing but um the scene where she's um, in the parking lot with her then now love interest and he like called her his muse. Oh, yeah. And she like is like, I don't want to be amused, which I have that as a quote. I mean, I can mm-hmm. read it now. I had absolutely no interest in being someone else's muse. I am not amused. I am the somebody. End of fucking story. And she they play out that scene with her. And, and that love interest and like there's one point that she's like literally about to cry and I was like my Daisy Jones would never tear up at this part she would be, <laughs> like she would have been like so pissed which like like the TV show Daisy Jones is equally pissed but like she there's like more of a emotional side which I think makes her more relatable maybe and maybe that is a purposeful move so characters can or so audiences can relate with her more right and see struggle i don't know um because i think they they put a lot in there about her like how bitchy her like shitty her mom is which they talk about in in the the book or show but in the show i know (laughs) in the show they like I mean, what you can th- yes. you can show this because it's not an interview oral history format. Um, mm-hmm. Like her mom is the fucking worst. Yeah, so like, mean, so, so mean. mean. Mm-hmm. And um, like I think I mean, obviously garners a little bit more sympathy. Whereas, like I feel like they talked about that in the book, or maybe I just didn't focus on that. Like it wasn't much. Yeah, it really wasn't much. Like to um, go- feel more of like why she's spoiled, like why she is the way she is. Kind yes. of. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just feel shit. What was I gonna say? Uh, it'll come to me. Someone else go. Um, it's not necessarily a dislike about the show. I mean, it's indifferent. Like, so she has that little journal that she. It's like a diary that she starts writing yeah. her lyrics in. But she's still. I'm like, how many? Like, eventually, it's like how many years later that you're still writing in the same notebook? Like, there's so many notebooks. You and your notebooks. <laughs> Did you run out of pages in that thing? How many pages are know. in that notebook? <laughs> how large is your writing? What is the wrong? brand of notebook she was wearing? Yeah. Wide rolled, college rolled, exactly. Yeah, pen, pencil. It was because if it was wide rolled, you know, you're not going to get a whole lot of lyrics on each one of those pages. So. Oh. i hope i hope should i forget the name of the song now but when she writes uh regret me 
and it's um with eyeliner on a receipt i hope that scene's in there that scene is so badass yeah um but i was gonna say i liked how we are getting in the show so much more background like shelby you talking about like her mom and stuff made me think of this but like the the background of who they are like the dunn brothers where they started from and we're getting like so much of them in pittsburgh i love that and like yeah more more of camilla who i love camilla's which Mm -hmm. okay the actress who plays camilla her name's camilla how cool is that (laughs) i saw i was like that's crazy yeah i love her like i just love her like watching her in interviews i was like oh my god you're the best person i've ever heard an interview (laughs) of i don't know she's just like so kind and like uh but um yeah, I just I I like seeing that more depth with Camilla, but a like that I had earlier for the book was how strong Camilla was in like setting these like hard stops for Billy saying like you need this is your deadline <laughs> like to get your shit together. If and these are your two options, that's it. And that wasn't that's not there in the show. She doesn't say you come up and meet your daughter or you go to go to rehab like she doesn't she doesn't say hey you have to november 30th to get your shit together like and those she corners him in the hotel room she corners him him up against the wall and says like like you have until they until they're born like she has the baby yeah like pointing at him pointing at him yeah i think she looks badass because she's i have zero memory (laughs) of this yeah she's like you're gonna show up for us every day and blah 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 and after she finds him with the two girls in the van yes 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 yes, yeah he goes in like showers or something and she's in the hotel room crying on the bed and she like pushes it gets in his face she doesn't see the due date oh i don't know she says before the baby's born though yeah okay you have until the baby's born yeah i think i know but then she's kind of yelling at him to like hold pick up like hold the baby hold your daughter like yes yes and then but yeah teddy ted i need to rewatch that scene that's not like sticking in my brain very well because like specifically i really like that she was like this is your deadline like this date and like how it was like literally the day before the the due date yeah yeah i don't think she gives the exact but she says i mean get it like get it all out and then you're done before okay your daughter's watch that because that's not popping out to um me, that's but. exactly because mike and i had a conversation when she he opens up the uh van door and there's like oh the two my dicks in there. i was like, like i am most so horrific. happy yeah i was like i am so happy that the people who are in your band would immediately kick your ass if you ever yes. did anything like that I yeah was like, they would probably kick your ass before i was even aware of what was happening <laughs> like yeah. yeah which she she talks about how she like pushes eddie and was like and you just let him do this yeah. like what the fuck like yeah yeah Oh my gosh, that's literally like any person in any relationship's nightmare. Yeah. Oh god, I oh, can't like even the whole that's like the, my, yes. not just one, but then two makes it so no. much worse. Two. Two. Oh. And like, and like people in are, the band, and like the on. band is literally just walking away like they know exactly what's happening. Like mm-hmm. I cannot. Yeah. No, thank you. But Doug was really like, really, he's not gonna go meet his daughter. Like, what a baby back bitch! Like, he needs to like sober up real quick, get his ass in there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that Teddy doesn't put, and I like that in the book doesn't like put up with his shit and is like, okay, like let's like let's fucking go. I am really liking Teddy a lot more in the show. I Mm -hmm. liked him in the in the book, but like I feel like we're seeing like other layers of him in the in the show. Um. Like that whole scene in the car is like really profound. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. 
Well, even when Daisy first like meets meets him and she, he's like saying that she uh like you know, is she interested in like working with him and she's like she's like, "Oh, is that is that all you want from me?" like cause, like cuz of how the producers and everything were just like so sleazy and weird back then and like he's like, "No, I'm not like that. I just want to." And he was like such a good guy. Like yeah. he just I don't know. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Mhm. For sure. Um, when Billy first corners him coming out of the, I don't know if you guys know this, coming out of the um, grocery, store, or... grocery store, why does he have multicolored toilet paper? <laughs> back, in that. The, back in the I 70s that. That 80s, was a, that's had, a Sony they, thing. Yeah. yeah, they used to have scented toilet paper and they used to have yeah. colored toilet paper. All right, all right. Because I like, was pointing that out to Josh. I was like, I was also, I mean, I did also hide, hide in feminine infections during that time. I'm not putting any like <laughs> like neon green toilet paper anywhere near Sent me. Toilet like, paper, yeah, no. no way, but yes, I did notice that too. Though. I feel like early. I can. I feel like early in my life. I feel like I remember like toilet paper with like prints. Like they used to have like. I yeah, do remember that. Like stuff. Valentine's yeah, Day. Like I think my mom bought some yeah. as a joke for someone for like their birthday or something like that. I do remember that. <laughs> that yeah, like lavender scented toilet paper. Oh. Well, <laughs> well, I like lavender, but. <laughs> I'll fall asleep on the toilet if it smells like lavender. <laughs> what the fuck? Sorry, I passed out the toilet paper. It was just so it's just fragrant. It's so calming. It so does. Sick. It makes me really sleepy, you guys. That's good. Uh, yeah, that's why I like it. But... <laughs> I so just... Mike said potentially this is going to be the first episode um, he's listening to of the podcast. So, wow. <laughs> Mike, if you're still listening at this point. <laughs> Thanks for listening. (laughs) Happy listening. (laughs) Um, I just, we kind of touched on this already, but seeing more of the other band members, like I like seeing their interactions, like in the house they're renting and just like, um, gosh, I can't remember. I said, I don't even know the drummer's name. What is it? What's his name? I forget, but he's like making jokes how he's on a boat, like he's doing the interview on the boat and stuff. Like, oh I yeah, it's it's pretty comical, yeah. But yeah, I'm like hearing more from them, I guess. Yeah, I feel like I can put like now that I know what they look like, I feel like it's nice because in the book I was like all these people besides the like Billy and mm-hmm. Graham, I fucking don't know anybody. Yeah, but, so it's yeah. nice to kind of see them and. All right, hold I on, feel... I'm looking up the members here really quick. Okay. Um, the drummer. Is Warren the drummer? Is Warren mm-hmm. Warren? Warren. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. But um, I mean, like, we're starting to get into like, I don't know. I'm just interested. I know they're gonna have to change stuff. Like, even in interviews, TJR said like she knew th- they were gonna have to change stuff. They're adapting it into a show to make it the best show. You're gonna have to change things. Um, so it's just like interesting to see like, oh, that's not like how it happened or that's, I don't know, but things I'm definitely hoping. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go up and finish your thought. Um, especially like those iconic scenes that scenes that stick out in my mind, like Daisy, like swimming in, in the, um, in the pool with that like gigantic dress and, and, um, then like her partying with McReva, like, falling asleep. Um, And, shoot, what was the other one? Oh, just, like, her writing on the receipt. Like, I really like that. I like their whole writing scene where they go to the pool house. So, I don't know. We'll see. 
I am liking like Daisy so much more. Not that I, I, I mean, I guess I just didn't. I mean, I feel like she is unlikable in the in the movie. I don't know, or it, God damn it, in the book. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I guess it was more of like I just liked the other people more. Mm-hmm. I still liked her, but yeah. It is cool, like, them using, like, real footage of, like, the whiskey and the troubadour yeah. and, like, downtown LA mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. They talked about in one of their interviews how they, like, set, shut down uh, Sunset Strip and were able to film and stuff, which, like, they were saying hasn't been shut down for filming in, like, several years. Like, it's not, wow. like, it costs a lot of money to oh, do I that. I cannot even imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to do, like, all the filming there. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm I'm excited for more. I'm like bummed that I don't have more to watch until Friday. <laughs> Although I'm, yeah. I'm going to be pretty busy this week, but yeah, I know it's good stuff so far. Definitely good. How are we feeling about the casting? Do we think they now that we're seeing it in I, action? I love Riley as Daisy, um, and I told Gretchen that I don't know. I don't know if like in the show, but watching interviews of Riley. Her laugh was, I was like, that's Gretchen. That is just straight up Gretchen. Like, listening to her and everything, I messaged Gretchen. But um, I don't know. We'll see if that, like, comes out in the show. But I'm really happy with her. I am ha- I guess I'm happy with all the female casting, for sure. I'm a little iffy with Billy. But I don't know. He's just, like, quite a bit older than I, like. I think he fits really well in the, like, interview when they, when they go yes. to, like, their, like, interviews. But yeah, yeah, he's um, and I think he's just because that actor has such like a defined face, yeah. like jaw mm-hmm. and like facial structure that I think he looks older. But then when they go yeah. to like him older, I'm like, all right, here we go. I like that actor. He was in on um, the Hunger Games. Yes, he was also in. Gosh, another movie, a book turned movie. I can't think of it now. It'll come to me. The really sad one. Oh, Shelby, you know you read the book. Oh, the really you. sad one. Me before huh? you. Me before you. Me before you. Fuck we went and saw that with my oh brother. My God, we did. Yeah, me and you and Johnny went and saw the theater. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oof. yeah. That yeah, was, he's uh, in that. He is. Um, talking about emotional trauma. Um, <laughs> but like, how how old is he? Because that was like seven years ago that that book yeah. was like or that movie I should say I like him and I like his voice and like have you guys heard like the kind of the backstory of like the band and everything before filming no I have not Mm-mm. okay so how old is he Shelby 86 so he was like not- 36. <laughs> no, oh he was born in 1986 sorry guys I was doing math <laughs> I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, okay, so he's not that old. 36. Yeah. He's 36. But I mean, like, the actress who's playing Camilla, like, she's got to be pretty young. Yeah, I love like, I'm like, 86. I was like, false. I'm going to call fake news on that. I was doing my math, so I was just like. actually looks so good for his age. Never mind, we take it all back. Yeah. Um, and then so she uh oh she, uh, 89 1989 okay. is when she was born. I'm sorry guys. Yeah. 
Okay, okay. Um, Wait, she was married to Leonardo DiCaprio for a second? Whoa. Uh, well, <laughs> they just got divorced like, in 2022. Gross. Oh. Whoa. Okay. Wait, how old is Leonardo DiCaprio? We're finding That's out true. all this like You old. Like, wow. <laughs> he's old. Yeah, he's kind of old. same realm as uh, Jake Gyllenhaal where he always dates like crazy younger. John Mayer. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah um Oof. and then karen is played by someone who actually like does play keyboards keyboard the the keyboard and um like is now touring right now okay mm-hmm. mike's yeah mike had said that he saw that yeah um so they like casted everyone What's that? Suki Waterhouse. Yeah. Yeah. And she's British. She like actually is British too. Um, but she was going to say, oh, before, like they got casted and everything. And then they kind of got in a halt because of COVID. But so they had like kind of built this rapport with everyone for like a much longer time than most casts because it was kind of like. Yeah, and then uh, they went to band camp. They literally refer to it as band camp, where they all <laughs> went went and, like, did a retreat where, like, they would go and play for several hours. Like, they'd have voice lessons and all this stuff. And Riley and Sam, which is Daisy and Billy, they, like, previously to this, like, had no singing experience. And Riley said she kind of, like, just kind of went for like on the interview she was like oh yeah like I could sing like like when she was getting casted <laughs> for it and she was like you know it's just what you kind of do to get roles yeah and, sometimes. Um, yeah and um yeah at the band camp they had to like learn li- literally learn how to sing and they both talk about how they turned to each other for the first time because like when they want wanted them to sing for the first time they wanted them to do like an intimate like sing into each other's eyes moment and they said it was so like refreshing because they both were awful <laughs> the <first time. laughs> they're like oh phew, like i'm not the only one that like yeah, really oh, a lot of work. yeah. <laughs> um but they did say like uh, the rest of the band members either like were pretty up on their skills or like like oh I played guitar in high school and had picked it up in like twelve years but like I can pick it back up or you know kind of like that okay. um but like our the leads like needed the most help and work <laughs> um, wow yeah but which like they sound fantastic though um, yeah yeah it sounds really good I haven't. I'm trying not to listen to like anything before it's on the episode, which like you'll get to one. She'll be on the like the third episode, and because I mean you know that like she duets with him early on. Yeah, it's yeah. like brought in to do the duet, and like when she like comes in for her part, it's like it gave me chills. It was so good. It was like, really good. Yeah. I did the same thing where I haven't listened to any of their releases yet either because I wanted to hear them. Um, yeah as they came up in the show yeah i did feel like i wasn't getting as much um i mean there is a little bit of like daisy like really hanging out with the bands at whiskey a go-go like it was kind of just like a very brief scene i feel like i don't know but yeah i felt like that was pretty significant in the book 
early on because it really showed how much she had like was in the party scene and addiction and all that stuff so maybe that it was a very conscious choice but yeah i I think i feel like they um kind of they did shorten that part a little bit like her Mm -hmm. demands and stuff like that yeah Yeah. and like getting a sense of like who she was that way but Yeah. yeah I don't know. I'm loving it for, so far, and I'm. I feel like we're gonna have to like talk more once it, once we get more episodes. Because I mean, Shelby, you said there's ten episodes. We only have three so far. Yep, and we'll get three more, yeah. and then we get two and two. So, yeah, yeah. Wow. Is there anything else you want to mention about the show? Oh, I just he, he the um actor for Billy Dunno when he's drunk on stage did so good though like mike was like that dude is fucked like that was (laughs) it was a really well done job that's why i was like yeah "Yeah, he's really struggling where i'm like daisy just seems like she's like in the 70s right now you know like but that was like that was really hard to watch too Mm -hmm. you know but i also Mm -hmm. was like this was like when i watched all american rejects live (laughs) like i know that was like when i saw say anything live yeah So, I mean, like, I get I get the stereotypical, like, because, I mean, it, it's a stereotype because it's it's happened, unfortunately, with a lot of musicians. But, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys want to move to quotes? Absolutely. Sure. So um, I, oh, go ahead. No, you're good. Um, I have I wish someone had told me that love isn't torture because I thought love was this thing that was supposed to tear you in two and leave you heartbroken and make your heart race in the worst way. I thought love was bombs and tears and blood. I did know that I was supposed to make you lighter, not heavier. I didn't know it was supposed to take only the kind of work that makes you softer. I thought love was war. I didn't know it was supposed to I didn't know it was supposed to be peace. Yeah, that one's so that's a good bad. one. Okay. I have that one too. So sweet. I have. I had one. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. You can go ahead. <laughs> men often think they deserve a sticker for treating women like people. Uh, that's a good one too. I have one similar to that. It's um, I'm not going to sit around sweating my ass off just so men can feel more comfortable. It's not my responsibility not to turn them on. It's their responsibility not to be an asshole. I'm like, yeah, I have that one. I too. love that one. Yeah, <laughs> as a sweaty girl, you know, just I, really <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Um all I uh, all I will say is that you show up for your friends on their hardest days and you hold their hands through the roughest parts. Life is about who is holding your hand and I think whose hand you commit to holding. Mm. Oh, I had that one too. I yeah. Yeah. I do love the part in in the in the book when Billy actively is like, "No, I choose Camilla. Like I am choosing to be a father. I'm choosing to stick in this and not go that route." So yeah he's not all bad you know he's good too yeah Yeah. (laughs) well and like when he's drinking in that bar and then that guy's like do you have kids and he's like fuck i do i do have you know like that's what Mm kind of got him out of it yeah yeah Yeah. and like they i think they say in both the show and the and (laughs) show in the book um (laughs) that like that's a lot of people's ending is them getting sober and that was like the beginning for him yeah his, actually his, i forgot to yeah his fame is like him finding sobriety which mm-hmm. is really refreshing so maybe i shouldn't be like oh it's a stereotype but like that that is a refreshing take on it is him learning to tackle fame 
while also dealing with staying mm-hmm. sober and being yeah. like struggling with the guilt of like being an absent father at first you know those first six months or however long it was but yeah oof it is heavy mm-hmm. it's heavy but would you guys say you're liking the show more than the movie right now the show more than the movie <laughs> Why? 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 Every time. Show more than the book. Goodness. I don't know yet, honestly. I don't know I am. either. But so far, I think I am just because it's just going more in depth. It's like taking a favorite thing and just giving me more. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. It's just yeah. going more in depth like with everything. So we're seeing more of Simone, which we love Simone. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Which was some mm, okay. Never mind. Hold on. You, I think I'm dipping into. Some, well, we'll wait. We'll talk later. It's fine. <laughs> I have this one. It's when I think Billy first starts cheating on uh, Camilla, uh, and I, I mean, I think that's this is what I think. Like people cheat and do shitty things, and then it escalates. Is obviously what the uh, what the quote is. But you have these lines you won't cross, but then you cross them, and suddenly you possess the very dangerous information that you can break the rule, and the world won't instantly come to an end. You've taken a big black bold line, and you've made it just a little bit gray. And now every time you cross it again, it just gets grayer and grayer until one day you look around and you think there was a line here once. I think, yeah. I remember that part and being like, mm-hmm. oh, man, yeah. Because I mean, it's so, it's so true. It is true. I yeah. just like, I just, I, I just have such a bit hard time with cheating and like yeah. that he just like was like, okay, I have until this time. So let's just go. Like, I don't, oh, yeah. And that is just like so accepted and with, with the era, not, yeah. With Camilla, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. like, like his band, his band's just like, oh, that's part. Yeah, of and this is what it is. Yeah, and rock and roll. Yeah, but I mean, I wasn't alive in the seventies. That is definitely the the vibe it gives for people in fame. But oh. I have um, this is also like the flip of it when Billy is trying to like actively decide to stay with his family he's like taking the kids to disneyland (laughs) like he is really trying (laughs) um passion is it's fire and fire is great man but we're made of water and water is how we keep living water is what we need to survive so him like trying to make the right choices and trying to do what's best for him and his family and let's see i have i think one more final one um, all mine are like were long, so sorry. Um, <laughs> but my final one, I used to think soulmates were two mm-hmm. of the same. I used to think I was supposed to look for somebody that was like me. I don't believe in soulmates anymore and I don't look for anything. But if I did believe in them, I'd believe your soulmate was somebody who had all the things you didn't, that needed all the things you had, not somebody who's suffering from the same stuff you are. Yeah, I had that one, one too. You were talking about that idea earlier too, the idea that like you have kind of these connections with people who totally fit with you and vibe with you on these different levels mm-hmm. um and how we always talk about like we're we're booking crafting soulmates you know yeah. and, like mm-hmm. how people have like platonic soulmates and mm-hmm. but i think it is a really good reminder that um like you do like your partner does really bring out some of those like 
and help balance out some of those heavier things yeah yeah, yeah we talked about before on relationships like sometimes it's a uh, 70 30 and then sometimes yeah. it's 30 70 you know and sometimes right. it's yeah. yeah yeah that reminds me of like the quote with in all your perfects like that just you don't get both give up at the same time mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 well have recommended will continue to recommend mm-hmm. i think if you have read this book and you like this book i highly recommend doing the audiobook because the the narration is just so good mm-hmm. and um, I probably that's something I'll, I'll probably honestly re-listen to again. It was really good. That's why yeah. I paid, I bumped it up uh, 0.5 stars because it is really enjoyable. Like if I think about my other four stars, I think I do like this one just like a touch more. So it just still isn't a five a five for me, um, just because of those personal triggers of mine. I think, but yeah. <laughs> That's that's a me issue, guys. Don't I'm saying to listeners, like like people <laughs> people we know and love who like absolutely love this book. I I do yeah. still really love this book as well. Yes, same. Mm-hmm. same. All right. Any final uh, notes? I don't think so. All right. Well, make sure you check out our review of my favorite half night stand by Christina Lauren next week on wednesday march 15th it has a green cover so you know march all right (laughs) well i know we all have a lot going on at the moment but thanks for taking a moment and tuning into our book review see you next week Bye. bye bye thanks for listening to a lot going on at the moment you can find us on apple podcasts spotify and soundcloud if you like the show please rate review and subscribe wherever you listen you can find us on Instagram at a lot going on ATM and on Twitter at a lot going on pod. Theme music by Doug Cooner.